You and me together. Together. Constant companions forever. Forever. Talking about things like weather or not. Oh, not. Take some time out of your week. Your week. Listen, and then you will see. Oh, you'll see. How much you enjoy our show. Or not. Or not. You're about to experience constant companions. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Constant Companion Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Connor. We have Dallas with us today. And hey. our now pretty frequent guest, if not other co-host, Wes. How's it going? Not too bad. It's Get ready for football season. It's happening. And we have we have a fantasy football league. Me and Wes are on one. We tried to get Connor in, um, but he said since he's – oh, I shouldn't say that. Um, he just doesn't want to join it because he doesn't know anything about football. Right. Um, but me and Wes are on one. No, you guys got it. You're totally right. And I think we should address the fact – that we've been on hiatus forever too. <laughs> oh, I was just I was just trying to dodge that. No, no, that you're fact. good. You're good. Yeah. Um, it's just it just kind of slip back into it. Yeah. It happens. It was summer. We last episode, if I remember correctly, we were just talking about summer vacation. We got so excited that we just decided to go on summer vacation without anyone. And then out of the blue, we decided to tease that we were going to have Kirby Hayborn and that other guy come onto the podcast just to lure you back in we try yeah and then we were just teasing you i don't know if it's happening it's been a mess we've been in contact with their agent we thought for sure we were gonna have them on last episode but then all these uh these calendar events kind of interfered with it so we were unable to schedule them we apologize for that we apologize it's taken so long to get to you to explain why that hasn't happened, hopefully we'll get a response from their agent here soon, have them on within the month. If not, we apologize, and we'll just keep looking for new guests. It's been a mess. That's part of the reason we've delayed it so long. So I just wanted to get that out of the way real quick if anybody had any questions or problems with that. And if they are listening, we're available the next couple Saturdays. So, boom. Family's only <laughs> so important, Kirby. Yeah. You can only take so many vacations before we start thinking things. So, yeah. So what have you guys been up to this summer? Do you want to go first or you want me to? I mean, mine's pretty boring. The thing is, I don't have a job. I've been a, I'm applying to a job for school when it starts back up. So my life has literally consisted of video games. We got two dogs recently, which has been a total pain um two puppies we adopted so basically what happened is over the summer there was this woman from our ward who told us that she wanted us to dog sit this dog we took him in he's a crazy wolf man pretty much that's what he looks like he has like these wild eyes anyhow we had him for a week and she said that he was going to be adopted by this lady she didn't show up the night she was supposed to they were about to go on vacation so we ended up with him for the week and we figured we were going to give him back to her it turns out 
the night before uh, we were going to give him back, the woman didn't want him anymore. And at that point, Morgan had gotten so attached to the dog, my sister, that she wanted to get her own dog. So we got a dog the day before we gave him back. And then we found out the lady didn't want him anymore. So then we ended up with two dogs. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. So we're potty training again, which is funny because after my dachshund died, um, which was sometime back in the winter, um, I think we probably talked about it on an episode. My mom swore up and down we were never going to get a dog again because they pee. And he was he was housebroken, but he wasn't very good about holding it in. And so he would have accidents all the time. And so we had him pee on the carpet. So we got all our tar- carpet turn, uh, torn out. And so right as we started calling um, Home Depot about installing carpet and everything, uh, that was when these dogs came into our lives. So literally like the week we were going to get new carpet, all of a sudden we got two new dogs. And my mom swore up and down for years that we would never get a dog again. So no carpet? No, we're getting the carpet. But it's going to get peed on inevitably. Ooh, you should get the pee pads. Dude, those are so gross. We had those at one point for Snuggie. They're disgusting. Yeah, but it makes it nice, especially in your case, when you're just playing video games and stuff. You don't feel like getting off the couch or anything. I just want to teach him to use the litter box. How hard is that? It's a dog. You can't do that. They've got to know, right? Why is that? What is the difference between a cat and a dog when it comes down to it? Um, Cats are like women. They like things a certain way. Um, but dogs are just free-willed, and they're kind of more of a, a male um, personality. So they're a so, male species, even the girl ones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That totally makes sense. That's why they like to mark their territory. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's You're why right. women go to the bathroom together. They're marking their territory. No, I think we're talking... Wait, cats are the women, though, right? Cats are the women. Oh, Okay. Cats, where do women always go when they go to the restroom? The bathroom. Mm-hmm. And all of them are in there. <laughs> and Okay, you know what? Forget it. That's my summer. Yep. Dogs and video games. Dogs, video games. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. What about no you, Wes? Football. Um, no football. Well, that sucks. I mean, pretty much just uh, going to some baseball games here and there, hitting up some Oriole games. Um, uh, I went to a... Shoot, I just read the Tampa, a Tampa Bay Rays game, uh, Washington Nationals game. You know, just been trying to hit up as many baseball parks and games as I could this summer, and then also kind of working along with my YSA branch, uh, doing some awesome activities over the summer, um, and getting things ready for uh, this fall with my uh, schooling. So I'm going to start college here in a week or two. I'm so proud of you. I know. Do you know what you're going to do for college? Um, So I think for right now, I'm just going to go and play the safe route and do a two-year business administrative or an associate's degree in business administration. Um, So, and it's not, I don't know why I said two years. I'm doing 10 credits a semester. So in about five or six semesters, I should have my associate's degree in that. That's awesome. Good for you. My summer has consisted of starting out with a family reunion. We did the episode while I was on a family reunion. And then um, I've been working at the Parks and Recs Department um, in my hometown. Oh, that's so cool. They made that TV uh, show about you. Let, 
let me let me finish real quick mm -hmm. okay i've been working in the parks Rec department office taking the the complaints um about tall grass and weeds <laughs> about branches that are down about diseased trees basically people just come to me to complain mm -hmm. and then i forward that information on to someone else that actually um can do something about it so that's consisted of my summer. Uh, it's definitely been eventful, um, eye-opening, spiritual, and I've, I've just enjoyed every minute of it. They're lying to you, though, because trees, trees don't get sick. They don't got mouths. They, they do get sick. They do get there's a There's an ash burrow epidemic in Rochester, Minnesota right now where these little bugs are going in the ash trees and basically, like, just killing them from the inside out like termites so, uh sure i don't know i just know that people call about it i thought <laughs> oh wow they just say that to scare the trees that's it yeah mm -hmm. because the trees need to be taught a lesson yeah so wait i forgot you did go on a family reunion you went to gatlinburg right uh no i have no idea what that is <laughs> i thought you went to dollywood I went to Dollywood, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, it's right. in Gatlinburg. Wes loves Dollywood. I oh, freaking freak. love Dollywood. I don't know. I don't. I just know we were in Pigeon Forge, and that's where we slept at and stayed at, and then how, went to Dollywood one day. How was it? Did you enjoy Dollywood? Did you see Dolly Parton? Are they real? It was, um, I didn't. I saw her on like all the the coffee cups and memorabilia stuff, but Dollywood was probably one of my favorite amusement parks I've been to. Yep. Because the the lines weren't too bad because my dad was handicapped. My dad's handicapped. He's not really handicapped. He just has knee replacements and hip replacements. And he used that to get us through the lines really quickly. So where people are waiting like two hours to get on a ride, we were in and out within 30 minutes. And Dang, so dude. we Oh, it was so good. And we went. There, there's so many roller coasters there. Like, I didn't know that at first because it's just kind of secluded in its own little area. And I'm like, how can they fit this many roller coasters in there? And then you just walk through the park and you see them all. And it's like, holy crap, this is awesome. That's insane. So I was in heaven. I was in heaven. Have you been, Wes? Oh, yeah. We used to go on vacations there all the time. Whenever my sister and them lived um, in uh, in Mountain City, Tennessee, we used to go there all the time, and it was so much fun. Cause I'm not a big roller coaster guy, but they had plenty of other um, rides for people that don't like all the fast adrenaline jerking around motions. Yep, they had a carousel there. Dang, but, was Dolly there? <laughs> Dolly wasn't there. What I about, don't know where the heck she was. Dang, I hear Dolly's got some. Something <laughs> good, good vocals. <laughs> yeah, some big vocals. Yep, she's a she's a big singer. <laughs> Do you think that's like, cause like y you know how like when you go to an amusement park and there's usually like a cartoon character, like who represents the park. Uh huh. Like King's Dominion, you have a lot of like Nickelodeon characters. Or you go to Hershey Park, and they have like you know they have the mascot Hershey bar walking around. And the thing yep. is about cartoon characters, they have to accentuate something about them, right? Mm -hmm. A feature generally. If you Whoa. went to Dollywood, I think you would have a really fun time creating <laughs> a cartoony dolly and having her walk around the the park. 
She would be very memorable. You don't need to create one because she already is one. I was so going to say, yeah, there. like the amount of plastic surgery, it looks like she has like a big case of elephantitis all over her body. <laughs> She's her own mascot. They she don't need is. To make one. That's why it's called Dollywood, not Hamsterwood. I know, but if you don't have the real one, you would need like somebody in one of those I, costumes or something. I was looking around. for like a like an animatronic one. That's oh what God, I was looking like. They have right. a Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. That's why I was I was looking. I was waiting for one. I didn't find one though. That would be crazy, dude. Do oh, you yeah. think they? Because you could do all sorts of cool stuff with a robot. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in that in a different way that it came out. <laughs> I don't know. Like wow. you can move things on robots that you can't move on humans. <laughs> All right. So, so true. Guys, the topic of this week is trending topics or trends that have since died out. For example, you remember how it was really cool to go to Chuck E. Cheese and see animatronics? Yep. And they had Rocky and Bullwinkle's restaurants. They got really trendy, right? Like in the yep. 90s into maybe even the early 2000s. Then those places just kind of died off. That trend didn't exist. That didn't interest kids anymore. But at one point, it was the high point of a kid's day to go to Chuck E. Cheese and watch him rock out on stage, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk about these trends that we see, that we've seen through history, mostly in social culture um, when we were growing up and discuss kind of why those things died and what you could do to bring them back in the modern age and maybe make them more of a permanent mainstay sort of staple in society. Yeah, absolutely. One thing real quick. You were talking about Chuck E. Cheese. So just today or yesterday, mm -hmm. they came, Chuck E. Cheese, the owner of it, came out with a press release saying that they're going to get rid of all the animatronics at all the Chuck E. Cheese's in the world. Good move. Why? It's a good move, but that's what made Chuck E. Cheese Chuck E. Cheese, I feel like. Oh my gosh, when I yes. Was, I was sitting down eating pizza, and I want to watch my, my, my buddies doing their jam on the stage, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and this, is, this is just a hard blow. Nobody's going to go there anymore. Dude, this is like Club Penguin all over again. This is. This is Club Penguin times a million because a million people love... Chuck E. Cheese. That's a fact, this right? That's a statistic. This is a fact. It's not mm. fake news. This is Dallas, real. Here's the thing. The craziest thing is Chuck E. Cheese left a lasting impression with one of our, our friends here to the point where he has gone there recently with somebody who's a close friend of his. Tell me about your most recent experience at Chuck E. Cheese, Wes. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I always used to go to the one in Harrisburg. Uh, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania that one was cool because I'm not even exaggerating this it had like a 10 or 12 foot like tall rocking horse you could ride that was pretty sweet but anyway um, I don't know it just it seemed it didn't feel the same as it used to first of all you remember the tokens remember how as a kid you had your cup of tokens and you could hear mm -hmm. all the other kids rattling their cup of tokens and others now you have cards you have like a little credit card I'm not even kidding and you just slide it and it takes off. It's just like, what happened to the tokens? Just just having those tokens made you feel special. Heck yeah, it did. Yeah. It was, um, it was just a special feeling inside that nothing else could compare to. 
Another thing, too, is it feels like a lot of the fun games I used to play aren't there anymore. Like, I remember playing Guitar Hero, um, the cool... You guys remember the spider game? You'd step on all the colored spiders whenever they lit up, and you tried to stomp oh, yeah. on as many as you could. I didn't see that. And my favorite game I didn't see anymore was the, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade <gasps> game. Because I remember, back in the day, me finding a bunch of random other dudes... Like hanging out at this machine, and we'd all rotate, putting in coins and switching out whenever someone died, so we could beat the whole game, and it was awesome. Yep. Like we didn't need yep. to win prizes because we beat Shredder. Dang, dude, <laughs> that's the best gift there is out there. But I will say oh, they have mac and cheese pizza now, which I am totally okay with. When was, was the most? Really good. When was your most recent trip to Chuck E. Cheese? This is for real, by the way. For for me personally, sorry for Wes. Oh, okay, oh, good. Um, that was I think like around in December. Like I'd say around Christmas because he was singing the Christmas song. Were you going with the kid? Shh, no. no. Who'd you go? Who, you don't. Who did you go with? Oh, I went with my awesome friend Hannah from our local branch. Wes has tried to take me on multiple occasions to Chuck E. Cheese. I never thought he'd actually convince someone to go to Chuck E. Cheese with him. And I stand corrected this day. He accomplished the impossible. But here's the real question, Wes. Because you have been to Chuck E. Cheese so recently, and because you are such a Chuck E. Cheese connoisseur, how do you bring back Chuck E. Cheese? Do you get rid of the animatronics or do you keep them? Especially with the advent of things like Five Nights at Freddy's which have grown extremely popular with children. I think, honestly, like, animatronics are cool. Like, that was one thing that set Chuck E. Cheese apart from some of the other the pizza play er, or pizza play places, is what I like to call them. Like, you know, all of them had, like, their mascot and stuff, but the cool thing about Chuck E. Cheese is they sang to you. They were there on stage to entertain you while you were eating your pizza, stuck there with your family before they set you free to play and be amongst all the other children and just have a gay old time. They were your so, robot slaves. Yeah, and another cool thing, too, they had, like, the green screen where you could, like, get in front of the green screen, and they had the animatronics in the background. So it was like you were part of the Chuck E. Cheese band. Dang, dude. But I think, honestly, like, a cool way to bring that back would, I think, first of all, bring the animatronics back. Mm-hmm. Second, I feel like it would be cool if they branched off and had, like, Chuck E. Cheese for kids, right? And then they had, like, a Chuck E. Cheese... For grown-ups, like, not Dave & Buster's, but cooler, like, that brings back, like, all the old feelings that we remember of going to Chuck E. Cheese for, like, you know, all of us in our high teens or, you know, 20s now. Bring back Um, some of those old arcade games, the old coins and everything. Just, Just give us our nostalgia back. Dude, you know, you struck gold in a way when you said Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Because you know what? Let's say we just leave Chuck E. Cheese how it is. What we do is we bring in the older generation who remembers Chuck E. Cheese. We're going to target specifically those who had romantic feelings for the animatronics. (laughs) And here's what we're going to do. Chuck E. Cheese for grown-ups. Chuck E. Cheese Strip Club. Where it's all the animatronics. (laughs) And the animatronics, because, you know, 
you don't have to give them money. It's not like you have to have a bunch of ones <laughs> when you go into Chuck E. Cheese. You have to be 18 or older. Anyhow, you throw tokens at them. And you put, they have little holes that you stick the tokens in. And they'll dance. Oh, gosh. For you. And they'll just automatically, you know, strip down to their I wiring. I, I, I don't need to see the chef that way. That's for the girls. They have two sections. One for the guys, one for the girls. So it's just going to be a big group of guys around the chicken. And then, like, just, like, one or two women that are stuck with, like, the rat, the, like, the weird <laughs> chef, and then, like, the purple monster thing from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I like it. Wow. That's good. That's gold there. Sorry, we spent too much time talking about Chuck E. Cheese. No, let's let's move to the next one. So I have a couple here okay. that that were were pretty uh, pretty well known. 2010, 2011, 2012. Okay, first one's coning. Do you mm. guys remember coning? I do. Yeah, I thought it was I, stupid, but this is one that we just need to kill for all time. Hopefully, they never bring it back. Ooh. But for those who don't know, it's where you basically you order an ice cream cone from McDonald's. And then instead of grabbing the bottom, you grab the top, the ice cream part, and you just, like, look like an idiot. It's really stupid. Now, th let's talk about the point of coning was what? The shock factor for the person yeah. serving you the cone? Yep. Now, that... it made sense to video record that, right? But what I loved was people who would do it and wouldn't record the reaction. They would just do it. And then they'd be driving home with an ice cream in their hand. And then what's the point? Right, exactly. You're you're out of buck. You're out of buck. You look like an idiot, and, and you have a moist else hand. Gets to enjoy it. Yeah. A sticky hand. How do you bring that back, though? If you had to, if you, if somebody had a gun to your head and said, "You will die if you do not bring back coning right now," because they miss it severely. And they thought it was hilarious. They watched every coning YouTube video there was, and they were just so depressed. And they're like, "But it needs to get popular again. How could we make coning popular?" You, you start out by contacting McDonald's directly, mm -hmm. and you do a promotion with them. Something to do with coning that makes people because McDonald's doesn't care if you if you grab the cone right or if you grab the, no, the top they're they still get getting money dollar, yeah exactly so they it needs to go through McDonald's promoting it in order to have it actually come back full force into another fad because nobody else is going to bring it back it did its time you know we're we're done with it but if McDonald's promotes it it might it might actually come back I have an idea. You know how they you know what is really popular at McDonald's? What? You know how they do um the Chicken monopoly? McNuggets. Oh yeah. So what if they would serve you a cone, right? But the cone was attached to a pole and it was like just a plastic cone. It wasn't like a real cone. The server would stick it out the window and if you tried to grab the ice cream cone, you couldn't drive away with it. So you were forced to grab the ice cream, right? You pick up the ice cream, you drive away with it, and as it melts out of your hands, you're left with a little Monopoly ticket that was put in the center of the ice cream. <laughs> I don't know. That would, and, it, and then when you get it, it says one free Do you cone. still get the ice cream? 
if you lick it fast enough. Ooh. Interesting. I thought of a good one. Yeah. So we take it, like, to another level. So the McDonald's, like, dollar ice cream cone, the Wendy's Frosty. We'll do a Frosty shot. You go up to the window. Mm-hmm. You get your kid-sized Frosty. One slurp, and you hand them the cup back, and you leave within the span Dude, of, like, ten seconds. that's really good, actually. And then they can recycle it. Yeah, exactly. It's good for both worlds. They make money, you have a delicious treat, and you don't have to worry about throwing it away. Mm-hmm. They do it for you. And you could... they Can you imagine how many frat boys would be going through and doing frosty shots? That'd be booming right? business for Wendy's. And all of its competitors would have to come up with some sort of alternative to compete with Wendy's. For the, I mean, I guess you could do a mini. What, what's a McDonald's? The McFlurry. Yeah. McFlurry. Yeah. They have do a, do a mini McFlurry. But but the thing with the McFlurry is there's too many like stuff in it. It's not just the ice cream. It's like you have to worry right. about M and M's. Only Wendy's could do it, dude. Only Wendy's. What's the next one we got? Um, planking. Ooh, planking. Almost worse so, than coning. <laughs> I thought planking was funny. Plank, planking was funny, and it was fun for the people doing it, too, because you went to all these obscure places you would never go to anyhow, and you would plank on it and take a picture. And I think with, like, Instagram's popularity now, this is something that could definitely come back full force. Hmm. Um I remember when we went planking one time for, like, our football team went planking for captain's practice. And we went on top of a church. Mm-hmm. And we planked at the top steeple up there. And it was really easy to get on the church, like, rooftop um, because there's there's a hill right next to it that just led right up to it. But then we had to climb up to the top of this steeple. <laughs> mm-hmm. We did. It wasn't it wasn't my church I went to. It was a, it was a Lutheran church, I think it was. So... But yeah, so like it's just it's just fun to just go to these obscure places and plank and take a picture of it. It's just fun. I find it really interesting because I think you kind of figured it out right in that story. That you said you went with a group of people. Because mm-hmm. I think this is how you bring it back. You say, Yeah, planking was cool, but what about planking with your friends? And what you do is you create giant Jenga towers with you and all your friends. Ooh. And you have to pull them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one of your friends stays out, and whoever's, like, at the top, basically it's a way that you kill your friends. Like, if they're, like you, you invite all these people and act like they're your friends, but you hate all of them, and then you hire your friend to be the guy who pulls all the Jenga people and say, hey, just make sure I don't fall down. And so you play it like it's a game, but you put all the people you hate at the top, and he pulls all the wrong people out, and the whole tower tumbles, and all your enemies just die. Wow. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I'm down. I think that's how you bring it back. What about you, Wes? How would you bring it back? I'm trying to think cuz I saw that on the on our kind of list of some things to bring back. Um I don't know, I like your idea. I like the Jenga idea. You don't necessarily have to kill people. That's just one way of doing it. Also, what about bridging? Bridging. So it's like planking. But you guys are trying to make a bridge from one section to another. Dude, that would be such... Can you imagine if somebody, like, said they were going to make a plank bridge from, like, all the way, like, across the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. 
You could do that totally. Yeah, call bridging. Mm. But don't tell your grandma about it because she'd be like, like the card game. Honestly, I think that's how you achieve world peace because you'd need so many people to make it. Exactly. And you could get to know the person hanging on to your ankles and the person you're hanging on to the ankles of pretty well because you'd be with them forever if you're trying to make a bridge over the Pacific Ocean. They'll have a little boat with, like, snacks that comes through <laughs> and just throws you up a bag of Cheetos or something. Okay, just... I got an idea. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, just real quick. With planking, I think it would be really cool to create an app um, where basically people, like, post pictures of them planking in some cool places and people, like, rate them or rank them of which ones they think are the coolest. And they get, like, points because people like being rated and people like oh i thought you said said... (laughs) it sounded like you said and rape them i was like no 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 no, rate rate i was like what no (laughs) you rate them people don't like being raped but people like being rated Mm -hmm. and and so i think it'd be cool to just have a way that people all around the world can rate these people and, and rate them for like uniqueness of place funny Whatever it is, okay. This is this is real. We're bringing this back. I mm. like that. It kind of reminds me of that uh, that movie was it Nerve? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Where you like you are rated on how awesome of a thing you can do. Yeah, I like that. And you could have like planking competitions. Oh yeah. See, the tallest place you can plank at. Or... Yeah, it's like they set them free in Europe. They have like two hours to find the best planking spot and. Take pictures. I'm down, dude. What's what else have we got? All right, parkour. Do you guys remember parkour? Ooh, yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't remember parkour? I I was a parkour master master back in in high school. Um, people aspired to be me. Did you train? Um, I trained on the weekends. I had a group of girls that I went out with, and we parkour. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Are there any, like, um, specific moves? Did you have names for any of your moves? So there's one called the jackhammer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one where basically you jump from a tall ledge down onto a, a, a ledge below, and then you bend your knees like you're in a jackhammer, and then you shoot back up. Dang, dude. It's either jackhammer or jackrabbit, one of the two. Either um, or. Also, the carrot top. Um, so basically I'm on the ground, like I'm a carrot in the ground mm-hmm. and then someone comes up behind me and I throw them up like the top of a carrot, you know, how those leaves are, are spread out. I throw mm-hmm. them up like that. And carrot top catches you. And carrot top touch it catches you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you so help him with one of his it. prop skits. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then was... there's also one called the windmill where basically you jump from one building the to another windmill. building. <laughs> But you spin. What? Yeah. We were legit. Dang, dude. We were too legit. So you being the parkour master, I feel like you of all people would have the best advice as to how to bring it back. Um, I think it's dead. I don't think you can bring it back. Just it's... people are getting people are getting lazy. You're um, right, dude. Pokemon Go is, is taking over people's lives as well. Um and there's just better things to do besides parkouring. I feel like you're right because we're Americans, right? People Americans. don't walk. We could just I think you got to learn to do it in like a wheelchair now. 
or like in a, like a, an automated chair or like those scooters at Walmart. You got to learn to do parkour in one of those. You can learn it as like a self-defense tool. Like you have to get away from somewhere really quickly. We, could, we should start teaching like a course of, of parkour in Afghanistan or Iraq where they need to like escape the terrorists, mm-hmm. escape ISIS. Um, and they need to do it in the most fashionable and cool way. Uh, yeah, you know, that's probably true, actually. Parkour is one of those things where I feel like there will always be that subsection of people who still do it. So I don't even know if it's necessarily all the way dead, but it's one of those things like, I don't know if it'll ever come back like it did. I used to have a character that I made up on my mission, and I called him Parkour Punk. And I would do it with Dylan Jacobson, and we would record videos when we were supposed to be proselyting, and it would just be me doing parkour tricks that I came up with, and I called myself Parkour Punk, and he was really hardcore. I don't remember any of the tricks. It's been years. I recorded it on my like little cell phone that we had on the mission. That's awesome. And left the SIM card for the next missionaries to see. That's so cool. So parkour's dead. We're done. We're done. We're done with parkour. What about flash mobs? Okay, flash mobs are just like people who get together and do weird stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... I, I... Oh, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say, I, th- I think flash mobs are still a thing. I mean, I don't know if any of you remember the old group Improv Everywhere on YouTube. Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. They're still kicking, man. They're still doing the no-pants subway. But they're dorky right now. They're not cool anymore, right? Oh, I think they're still cool. What about yeah, you, Dallas? So cool. Do you know who they are? Yeah, I know who they are. Oh, you know I who they just... are? Yeah, absolutely. They did um, some really dumb things, too, though. Oh, absolutely. There's, there. I didn't, I didn't really enjoy them too much, but I, I know who they are. Um, there's also that flash mob in Charlotte, Charlottesville, right? Just recently, because um, nobody heard about this flash, this mob that was going to happen, but then all of a sudden, These... on the news, you're like, what the heck? How come nobody told me about this, this Nazi, white supremacist mob that was going on? That just came out of nowhere. That was a flash. It was a flash. And it was a mob flash mob so i guess it's back it's but back it's like a, it's, it's back. a really it bad just got form. political it got political but i what i loved about flash mobs was just it was like a little treat whenever like you're mm. just sitting in a in, in like a right subway now. parking lot when mm-hmm. all of a sudden all these random people just start dancing to this music that comes out of nowhere and it's like a little treat like wow i'm in spe- something special right now this mm-hmm. is a special moment i don't know if you guys felt that way no, I didn't. No. It was special to me. I do remember like... the one where everybody was, it was like the, they were in the subway or something, and there was a bunch of them, and they all, they had like a timer, right? They were all on the same timer. And once it hit that, once the timer ran out, they all froze in place, and everybody oh, was trying yep. to figure out what was going on, because all these yep. people froze in place at the same time. That was kind of cool. So they just need to get more creative is what you're saying, though, with the flash mobs. Yeah. I, I think flash mobs are just, like, they were, they were cool when they were being used for, the, uh, for like, YouTube videos. I think those are the mm-hmm. only effective forms anymore. Okay. Maybe, maybe at, like, concerts. I don't know. I think it'd be really funny to have a flash mob, but instead of, like, dancing or anything, they just 
everybody just all of a sudden just turns and looks at someone. Like 300 people just turn around and look at this one person that's sitting on a bench who's just like, who? The, why the heck are these people looking at me? No? Yeah, no. No. Okay, no, I that think was... that's a good idea. Um, are you sure? I'm trying to think. No, I'm just trying to think of like what you could do that would just be like, like what would get you on the news? <laughs> I and like what would be like so inspiring to people. There was a cool a way. giant wizard battle. Ooh. Yeah. They did something like that once. Uh, it was like a giant Star Wars battle that was pretty cool. Another one that I thought was pretty cool that they did one time was um, still going back to the improv area because that's like the only experience that I have with flash mobs. They did. Um, they took this portable jumbotron, and uh, basically they just went to random little league games, and pretended like it was like a major league baseball game. Like all Dang. these people showed up with all like these t-shirts and jerseys and the painted, you know, stomachs and everything, and they had these two broadcasters kind of doing the play-on-play on all these kids and stuff. Keep talking. I'm gonna get my charger because my laptop's about to die. All right. Oh no. Keep going though. I like flash. Okay. That's why I like flash mobs. <laughs> they kind of like brighten up your day and kind of they're like, hey, that's kind of cool. Like I feel important. Thank you. Yeah, I do too. It's like it's it's special. It's just special because it's like you're just sitting there, then all of a sudden everybody's just dancing for you, and it's like your own personal show. So yeah, bring flash mobs or the uh, flash mobs, flash mobs back, but make them personal. Make the person feel important. Yep. Or a group Absolutely. of people important. All right, cool. All right, I I don't know if you heard about this. Um, but you remember Razer phones? Yeah. The flip phones? Well, it looks like Android's bringing them back. Nuh-uh. Yeah, huh. What's being brought La back? I missed it. Uh, the Motorola Razer phones? Who's the bringing flip them phones? back? Android is. What dorks? Is back in 2016, they came out the thing that, 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 that said they're bringing them back. They're and it's happening. No way. Yeah, way. I don't believe them. How do you bring that back? What's their what's their uh, what's their take on it? I don't know. I don't know. I just read the headline. I'm like, I I agree with that. Flip phones were the the shiz back in the day. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I remember looking at my parents thinking I want a, a Motorola Razor phone because that just looks slick. All the people on the TV shows had them, and that's really where I found my style from was tv characters yeah I, I you know what's funny i remember jack bauer from 24 played by Kiefer sutherland had a had a razor phone and i think season six and i thought it was so cool and my dad had a razor phone so when i was a kid i would make all these videos as a kid and i would be playing jack bauer because i love 24 and i would always use my dad's razor phone when i would do those videos Razor phones had such an effect on me personally. Yeah, and I'm, on Criminal Minds, they had them too. They're just all over. They had an effect on me too. It's beautiful. So, what was it that made a Razor phone so cool? The fact that it had just the thin screen. Yeah, just the, the thin screen. The, the 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 radius was small. Is that is that the right word? I, the... I have probably. I have no sure. idea. But the, I don't remember geometry. The biggest thing, though, with the razors was the flip. It wasn't just the... It was the... Whoosh, like, 
Yep. We were so cool. Like, you didn't have to use two hands to open your phone. You're like, boom, one. I mean, like, granted, a month later, your phone, like, ran to the problem that most people had with their DSs where the screen wouldn't stay up. So you kind of just had to hold it there in place. Yep. Oh, How do you bring times. that back, though? I'm thinking you do something. It's a razor. Why not install? Because you got to make it cooler than a smartphone. The thing about a smartphone is you have all these digital apps on it, right? Everything is digital. People want analog things again. People want things that do physical things. So you bring back the flip phone with the buttons, and then, because it's a razor, you install a razor on it. A real razor that you can use to shave, that you can use for any part of your body. So even women can use them for their legs and stuff, right? right? exactly. It's yeah. waterproof. You take it into the bathtub with you. Can't do that with your smartphone. Shave your legs. And uh, yeah, you could do You could buzz your head with it. You could do haircuts on the go. You know what I mean? Genius. Or Genius. Make, that's how you bring it back. Or make it into like a small, so like, think of like the, remember like the old small uh, smartphones whenever they were trying to make them more compact. So like think of the size of like an iPod touch. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to use it as a smartphone, you just flip it up and boom, you have your dial pad and you have like your, so like, it's like, hey. I'm like a millennial. I'm going to text in this. And it's like, here, Grandma, you want to make a call? And then she can flip it open and boom. <laughs> Dude, you're right. Because then it could be accessible to all ages. That's right. Dang, dude, that's really smart. We should be patenting these things because we can make some buku bucks from some of the ideas that are coming out of you our really mouths. really could. Well, that's why we chronicle it with our podcast. That's right. All right. Let's see. What else do we got? I like, uh, ooh, what about Beyblades? Dude, you were like a Beyblade, you were a Beyblade boy. Dude, Beyblades were, like, awesome. Like, I remember, I didn't really get to get a lot of them whenever I was younger, because most of my money, like, I used on, like, Pokemon stuff, because I was more into that at the time. But as I got older, I learned I love Beyblades. Like, I remember going to a yard sale one time and finding this big old box full Beyblades for like five bucks and I'm like I'm gonna buy this and recreate my childhood and so I had I had some like underground Beyblade matches going on (laughs) it was pretty awesome and then you had the cool little stadiums you can buy with them and stuff too and oh see it was funny how do we bring this back it was funny it was so cool because uh sorry so um Whenever I bought these things, like, we got new missionaries uh, from the church that started proselyting in our area, and they had Beyblades, too. So we had Beyblade battles. So is that how you bring it back? You do, like, underground Beyblade? Yes. But with real blades? Ooh, yeah. So, yeah. So instead of, like, uh, robot battles, you have, like, Beyblade battles but you're in the arena with them. I got it, dude. You do the Beyblades, but guess what? They double as fidget spinners. No, dude. Fidget blades. Too far. Too fidget far. Blades. That's too tr- You're right. That wouldn't stick around. It would be too trendy. No, it's try yeah. hard. Why are fidget spinners a thing? I don't That's know. We question. talked about this. I think they're, we said they're like hell portals or something. I forget. 
It's been oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were hell portals. That's right. It's all Illuminati crap yeah, here. Yeah, became a fidgeteer. Oh, that's good stuff. What about um, T-Bowing? What the you heck is remember... that? You remember Tim Tebow? Yeah. And you, he would just do the... Act like you're praying type yeah. thing? Yeah. Where he'd get that's... down on... Is that are we keeping that dead or are we well you can't out? I think you can only make Tebowing come back if Tim Tebow becomes relevant again. Well, he is relevant. He's is he relevant in, currently? In baseball. Yeah, he's playing for the Mets. Well, you guys would know more than I do. See, but I think Tim Tebowing is still going on, but now it's just called "I'm not proud of my countrying." I was about to say, yeah, it's the same thing. Just it's the much, same stance. Like, it's just like now, disrespectful. yeah, now it's disrespectful. So Which what, works perfectly for millennials. So what if we bring it back? And so every time we see uh, people or, you know, these football players, like, taking a knee during the Pledge of Allegiance, we just put a picture of Tim Tebow and replace them with Tim Tebow. Or we just say a prayer for them. Well, that too. <laughs> no, I like that. We're just replacing with Tim Tebow. Yes. Tim Tebow's our new idol. You just put, like, a cutout of Tim Tebow. What if he was just pretending this whole time that he wasn't going to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance and that he was actually, he just had this compulsive need to Tim Tebow constantly? There'd be a lot <laughs> but of... But he just was too afraid to tell people, so he told them he just was doing it because he didn't want to stand up during the Pledge of Allegiance. That's it? Because if because that's the thing. He got really popular... In bad ways and good ways when that happened because some people were down with his agenda and other people weren't. And I think that if you do that, no matter what it is, and you apply that whole, like, Tim Tebow, like, uh, trend that happened, I don't know. You could make something work. <laughs> you could get oh you could do something like Beyblades where it's like or like toys and be action figures and you could make an entire cartoon series about Tim Tebow versus what was that guy's name? Oh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. That Kaepernick. guy. And you could have like these action figures of them, and one of them's like the devil, and one of them's like an angel, and they fight each other, and you make an entire series about that, and it's their power stance. One of them calls upon the powers of God, the other calls upon the powers of not america and they just fight it out and you could make it last like 10 seasons that's genius we could we, it could be a cartoon series cash um, money baby nfl i expect a check and this this could be how like celebrities resolve their conflicts is through beyblade battles yeah then they yeah and then they do beyblade battles yep genius Bring two birds with one stone trademarked Mm-hmm. okay any other ones um that you guys I, want to bring up? I was thinking... Oh, there's one I want to talk about. There are yeah. these toys, okay? There's always trendy toys. We talked about Beyblades and fidget spinners whatnot. I mean, there was Tickle Me Elmo and blah, blah, blah. But one of the ones that I found really interesting was the other week I was talking to my sister Morgan, and I was trying to remember the specific toy my friend Jonathan had. And it was this weird alien thing, and it had, like, this weird, like, mouth that kind of looked like a trumpet, and it also had that same thing, like, for ears. And basically, you hook up your iPod to it, right? And it would play music, and it would kind of, like, dance around and make weird noises while it was hooked up to your iPod. And um, I didn't, I couldn't remember what the toy was called, and I found it was called iZ. 
Do you remember this Wes that he had? This weird alien yeah, iPod didn't toy. They thing? had other ones too. Like then they have like a penguin. They had dog. The eye dog. Yeah, there were a bunch of them. And I was thinking about that toy, and I looked up, and I found out the same guy who made that toy that got really popular for a while also made Furbies. He also made Poochies, and he also made something called, like, Gigapets, which were kind of like Tamagotchis, but more American, not quite as popular. And uh, it just got me thinking that this guy... His name is like, it's like Ron Bergman or something. I have it written down in the Google Doc. What's it say there? Oh, maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Ron Burgundy. Here, let me look. Sorry, I got to look on my phone. Roger Schiffman? Roger Schiffman. This dude is the king of trendy toys. You remember Poochies? They were like little robot dogs. And they had like glowing eyes. Oh, Oh, yes, 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 yes. Early 2000s, late 90s. They're the ones that picked Absolutely. up the bones and stuff, right? Or They may have. They had, like, the little ears that would flap up and down. Yeah. And the kind of the big heads and yep. the little robot. Yeah, they were all, like, metallic. And and then they and then Furbies came out later after that, I think. And, of course, those were huge. And then those got huge again, like, five, six years ago. This dude knows how to make a trend. So I think if we want to start any of these trends, again, this dude has to be behind it. Absolutely. How do we do that? Where, where can we get in contact with him? I don't know, but I would love to get an interview with this dude and ask him how you make a trendy toy. And then we could come up with our own, design it, and then release it to the public. And it would have all of Dallas's killer catchphrases like, Charlottesville was a flash mob. Just the most randomest things or just like really controversial things that dallas has said and he just it's just this little toy and he just says all these terrible things that'd be fun that's genius all right i found him on linkedin oh dude do you have a picture of him uh yeah he's, What's he, uh... describe him to me He's got kind of like curly top hair. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit like a nice, nice uh, full face. Ooh, that's glasses. Um, he went to the University of Illinois at Chicago. He's part of the Starlight Children's Foundation. Mm-hmm. This guy is really in it all. Do you think he'd want to give us advice? I certainly hope so. We're gonna email him, guys. And see if he wants to come on our podcast to give us killer advice. Done. We're going to do that. We're going to find his email and, and, and get him on here. Well, I think that's going to about do it unless you guys have anything else you'd like to talk about. I, I just want to bring up two real quick, just recent, yes. recent trends that I just kind of want to know if you guys uh, know the background to. Okay. Um, just because, like, I was on my mission – for two years, and I came back, and these things were, like, a thing. So the first one's a mannequin challenge. You guys know that? I have heard of it. I do not know what it is. I was not around for that. Yeah. Okay. Do you know Wes? Yeah, that's the thing, like, where, uh, like, a group of people, like, they just kind of freeze out in the middle of public, right? Yep. And, and do you know why it's a thing? Like, who started it? No. I have no idea either. I, like, I just came back and I just see all these videos of people just sitting still, 
like doing actions and stuff. Well, not really doing anything, but just acting like it's doing stuff, and then a camera just goes around and takes a video of it all. So I just don't know why that's a thing. So it's like planking. Kind of. Planking, but with like 20 people, but they're not planking. Hmm. Okay. I just wanted to know if you guys knew anything about that, and also the ice bucket challenge. The ice bucket challenge, wasn't that for like cancer or something? Is that no, what that it was, was for? No, it was for um, ALS. Oh, yeah. And, like, so you would do it, and you would, like, donate $10 to, like, this foundation or whatever, and then you would challenge, what, like, three other people? Yeah, so I think originally you were supposed to challenge people, and you would donate $10 if you did the challenge. If you didn't, you were supposed to donate 100 and then you challenge other people to do it. But mostly, I mean... You think this was like negative, but actually, like it helped to make like this, like the disease itself, like Lou Gehrig's, more well known. Like people just skipped the whole donating thing, and they just kind of did the ice bucket challenge. Now celebrities and stuff—they were the ones that did more of the donation. Right. I just remember Donald Trump doing it. He did it. Are you serious? Uh huh. His wig didn't fall off. And did he it? challenged. He challenged someone like Kanye West or something. He's like, oh, I cha- I can't remember. Someone kind of odd. I was like, really? That's who he challenges? Like all these big name celebrities and stuff. All right, I'm gonna Maybe post that video guys. when we post the episode as well, cause that I need to find that. Donald Trump ice bucket challenge. Yeah, that's that's. Let awesome. me see if I can find it real quick. Up. Oh. Yeah, it was really bizarre. On the top of Trump Tower. With Trump water. Really? That's where he was at? Yep. Uh, he met, Actually, I think he was. Yeah, it's like two girls. It was like Miss America and, Miss, and like... Miss USA and Miss Universe. Oh, man, dude. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Dang, check it out. Yeah, Miss Universe and Miss USA. He was even in his nicest so, Trump suit from Pennies. Who did he challenge after he was done? Um, Homer Simpson. What? Yes. Vince McMahon, Mike Tyson, and Homer Simpson. Oh, that's who he accepted it from. Oh, accepted it. Oh, you're right. Shoot. I'd have to listen, but I don't want to get it mixed with my audio mix right now. Okay. We'll we'll find out and post it with that as well. He's cover. I love how he's covering his hair at the end of the video. Oh, he actually has his hair slicked back. It's so odd. He has a forehead. Okay. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I kind of, I mean, that was at least a positive trend. Yeah, absolutely. That was for a good purpose. So, okay, that's good to know. I was just wondering about those. Well, all I know is I think our number one trend, trendy thing we should bring back is grown-up Chuck E. Cheese. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I th- That's where all those animatronics are going. They're taking them to the grown-up ones. I, th- I'm I think you. another thing they should do is bring back arcades. I'm not talking about the stupid, lame mall arcades. I'm talking about, like, Matthew Broderick in War Games. Like, going mm-hmm. to, like, the pizza place with all these really awesome old arcade games. Mm. Oh, I'm absolutely. Cause that's what me- and you could do cooler cool ones now yeah because me and connor were talking about that the other day i was like hey what do you want we were trying to figure out what to do and usually our go-to is to go to the diner we were like well we don't really want to eat and he was like well i wish we could just go to an arcade like a fun arcade and just play arcade games 
classic games. Yeah, like we're talking gosh. Pac-Man, Galaga. I want to play some Dig Dug. Namco, everything. Dig Dug, Pole Position. Stuff that we never grew up with. Even Space Invaders. Oh, I play the crap out of Space Invaders. Or Scrubbing Bubbles or whatever the heck that game is called. Maybe it's just called Bubble Bobble. No, that's NES. It's something like that. Bubbles, Clack, or Clacks, Clacks 2. Do you remember those? Rampart, Dragon's Lair. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have... Awesome. So we had... Bringing back uh, Chuck E. Cheese arcades for those that remember mm -hmm. them. We have Wendy's Frosty Shots. Yep. We have Worldwide Planking Competitions. Uh, we were going to do the bridge, and we were also oh, going to do Jenga Towers. bridging. That's right. Bridging and Jenga Towers. The boat that'll bring you the snacks. Uh, what else did we have? Uh, Razor phones were going to be part smartphone part regular phone for your grandma so that you could flip it over and it had the dialing pad for your grandma so it was accessible to all ages um beyblades we were gonna give real blades we we're gonna do underground competitions and stuff i think that that pretty much covers it right yep i think so all right guys well i'm so glad you tuned in this was definitely an un missable episode of constant companion podcast for those of you who are just listening who may be new view listeners we're here just to talk about whatever we feel like talking about screw it we don't have a real theme to any of our episodes you're just here listening to three the guys talk about whatever they want because you know what rooster teeth can do it so can we and if we want we interview people i'm just sick of acting like we actually have a theme so that's gonna do it for this episode guys <laughs> I'm Connor, we got Wes here, and we got Dallas. Thanks for listening as always. We love you, appreciate you. Hopefully we're back for real this time on a weekly schedule. We'll see if Kirby comes on the podcast. Don't get your hopes up. Okay, that's going to do it. Love you. Peace. Peace. Goodbye. You and me together. Together. Constant companions forever. Forever. Talking about things like weather or not. Oh, not. Take some time out of your week. Your week. Listen, and then you will see. Oh, you'll see. How much you enjoy our show or not. Or not. You're about to experience constant, constant companion. companion.